Welcome back to Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. It's all powered by Acute Wealth Advisors. And we invite you to subscribe to the Success in the New Retirement podcast. You can find it wherever you subscribe to your favorite show. So if you missed anything from this week or last week, full archive available as well. Just put a search on it, Success in the New Retirement, wherever you subscribe to your favorite shows. So we'll talk a little bit about RMDs as we slowly wrap things up this week. You know, if you're 72 or older, the government makes you take those yearly RMDs. But thanks to new data, it shows that Americans are living longer. And now the IRS has revised the RMD table, so you're taking a lesser percentage, which means fewer taxes to pay. So, Damon, Matt, is it a good thing, and should it really affect our thinking about the IRA to Roth conversions? Absolutely, I think so, uh, especially this year when we, we still are in some of the lowest marginal tax rates that we've had in 50-plus years. And, you know, right now when everybody's trying to gather all their 1099 and, and W-2 information to get their taxes done and waiting for financial institutions to, to make sure that, that they've gotten all those out, a lot of people are thinking about taxes. And if you're 72, it's, it's the year where you have to now take your required minimum distribution, which is a percentage that the government says you have to take out this amount out of your IRA and no longer defer the tax on that amount and and declare it as income, whether you're going to spend it or not, you're going to pay that tax on it. Which really makes no sense, right? I mean, it's just like, why do we even have RMDs? Again, Mm -hmm. an RMD is the government saying, just take this money out because we want a little bit of our tax money. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, if they were patient and they let people just pass that on an inheritance, more than likely their kids, because they're taking it as a larger lump sum, would pay more in taxes. So, you know, you can't say it really increases tax revenue. And yet it makes being having retirement accounts that much more complicated. It's like, you know, we have clients that have three, four, five of these IRAs and they have to make sure that they take what they're supposed to between all of those accounts. And you have people missing it. It has to be reported. And so if the IRS is all about right now efficiency, right, they got rid of all of those itemized tax deductions because they made the standard deduction so large. Why don't they come along and say, why don't we just get rid of RMDs altogether? Then they don't have to track everybody's single, everybody's account, whether you took the money or not. It seems like that would be a huge win for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But you know, right now those are the rules, so you better play by them because the penalties what fifty percent. So it's, yep. but it but it really is a dumb rule. I have never really understood why they make it so complicated, <laughs> but I guess it's the government, so that's why. Yeah, the dumb rule that uh, we understand really well. But the good news about that though is that you know for a number of years, well throughout the, our career, but uh, especially since twenty ten when the the laws changed uh, regarding Roth conversions. Uh, we have been looking at retirees and really in a lot of cases going against the grain and telling them, no, you're, you're not a bad candidate to do Roth conversions if you understand it properly. And so with these required minimum distributions, it just allows people now that are 72 a little bit more room to not only do their required minimum distribution, but to actually pay taxes today, right? And I'm, mm-hmm. yes, I just said that pay taxes today instead of continue to defer because you don't have to take as much. And so why would you want to do that? Well, let's say your, your required minimum distribution was, uh, $5,000 that you had to take out. And before the change in that, that table, maybe it was going to be $6,000 that you take out. Well, now you've got this extra $1,000 that you were going to have to take out anyway. And so you'd say, well, I can defer the tax or I can pay it. Well, if you're in the 12% tax bracket right now, I would say every day, all day, let's pay the tax at 12%. 
Why? Because you're going to pay tax on that money one way or the other. And so why not pay it at a lesser rate, put it into a Roth IRA, and now have it grow tax-free? All right, so then fast forward five, six, seven years. Let's say tax rates are now up and you still have the same income, but instead of being at a 12% tax bracket and paying a net effect tax of maybe 10%, now your income has put you into a 22 to maybe 25% tax bracket and you're having to take required minimum distributions. Well, you're going to be paying those required minimum distributions at 22 to 25%, maybe higher. Whereas if we can reduce the amount now mm-hmm. and pay that at 12%, who wins, right? The client wins. That means they keep more money in their pocket. And now they've got a bucket of money that's tax-free that's also been growing for the last five or six years. And if they need additional income for whatever reason, maybe the AC unit goes out, maybe they want to take that trip to Hawaii that they've been planning, they have the ability to take money from a bucket of money that they paid less tax on than than only having one option, and that's from their 401k or IRA, which they might pay tax at a much higher rate. So depending on who you are and what your income is, you have to at least do the due diligence to look at it and say, should I be doing some of these things to become tax efficient? Because right now we're at the lowest tax rates we've been at in a very, very, very long time, and our national debt continues to rise. And so for us, there's only one way taxes can go, and that's up mm-hmm. because we have to fix our national debt. And so for retirees with 60%, maybe 80%, some of them 90% of their money in, in 401ks and IRAs that have never been taxed, you're really missing the boat. If you have not had this conversation with your advisor, you haven't looked at it at all, come and see us. Come in and let's talk about how we can make you more tax efficient now and in the future so that you keep more of those dollars in your pocket rather than giving them to Uncle Sam. Yeah. 480-680-6868. That's how you meet the team from Acute Wealth Advisors and come and see them and set up that consultation. If you have a question about RMDs, 480-680-6868. And Matt, you mentioned something during that conversation about inheritances and leaving you know, an inheritance to the kids. And Warren Buffett said once, leave the children enough that they can do anything, but not enough that they can do nothing. All right. Let's play hypothetical here. <laughs> that's a good that's good advice right there. Let's say somebody has three kids. One of those kids is self-sustaining, doing pretty good. The other kid is doing all right, but they could use some help. But the third kid, total mess, total train wreck. So how do you help develop a plan that is efficient and fair to everybody? Well, again, that comes down to how you're going to distribute that money out to them. So, again, everybody has children that they say, man, if I gave them, you know, $200,000 for their inheritance, they would be really wise. They'd pay down their house. They would do this, that, and the other. And then they have that kid that they're like, man, if I gave that to them within six months, they'd have blown through all of that. They'd mm-hmm. been on vacation. They would have bought a new sports car and, and every Xbox out there, right? So, Again, there's a lot of estate planning strategies that you can implement. And so I'll give you a couple of examples that, well, things that clients have done in our situation and, and that with our attorneys help them, you know, put together. So one, they put together a trust that had parameters in there that are only a certain amount of money was distributed out at a certain age. And so that applied to all of the children. So unfortunately, that parameter that they put in place, you know, limited how much the more responsible kid would receive at a certain age. Um, because they were worried about one of the other children. And so the way it was set up is, you know, if they passed away, then at age 45 or age 55 or 65, they would receive chunks of money. 
And so at least that gave them the ability to feel good that perhaps their child would mature, that by the time they receive part of that inheritance, they would manage that better and be in a better spot. Mm -hmm. I had another client that they only had one child and they were super concerned that this child would just blow through everything. And so they actually detailed out in their estate planning and they said, okay, part of this money, we actually want invested by the trustee that's in charge of this money into an annuity that would provide our child a guaranteed income stream from the day that we die until the day that they die. And so that was one way. Mm -hmm. And then we have others where it's like, look, it's going to go into this account. We're going to assign the more responsible child to be in charge of things. And they can determine how money could be distributed out to people and how that inheritance is given. Now, the negative to that one that I've seen yeah. is again, to be that guy. Right. Yeah. Is now, now the kid is now the parent to the oh, delinquent child, Everybody and that's not so good, right? And, and so, so there's pros and cons to all of these, a but bottom line is, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're stealing my money. You're not giving my money. Yeah. Well, can I borrow but, some money? <laughs> but at the end of the day, you've got to figure out some parameters that you want to you know, pass on wealth. And again, some people are just like, look, if I go and there's money left over, I want it to pass. They can decide what's going on with it. Others, they want to have a little bit more control. And so there's no right or wrong way of doing that. But I love what Buffett's saying that, again, you know, if you can benefit your family by your hard work and what you have built, mm -hmm. that it can make it so they can do anything but not do nothing. I think that's the greatest gift. Again, you don't want to take away from your kids the ability for them to make it on their own, to do something that they can feel that they accomplished, that they didn't just ride in on mom and dad's coattails. Yeah. I think that I think that's what any parent would like to have for their kid, that they can feel and experience that. But we also want the ability to kind of help out and say, okay, if this money can, can make a difference, if they can get them out of debt faster, if it can you know send grandkids to college, we would want our money to be going in those directions. And so, you know, it's a sensitive topic, but it's something you have to address. So if you get with a good estate planning attorney, they can put some of those things in place. But one thing I will say about estate planning is in the state of Arizona, Arizona is a probate free state, which means that if you properly list beneficiaries on all of your accounts, if you file what's called a beneficiary deed on your real estate that you own here in the state, you can completely avoid probate without having to pay for an expensive trust. Mm -hmm. So the majority of our clients that have trust, it's because they have these family circumstances that they wanted to have a little bit more control in how the money is passing on. But I would say 80 to 90% of all of our clients right now are not using trust to manage their estates and they're going to be able to avoid probate that money will transfer. It'll be just fine. And so everyone has their situation, but don't just run out and get a trust thinking that that's required because it's not the case. Call us. We can kind of show you what you need to do. But, you know, there's there's simple ways in the state of Arizona to properly lay out your estate so that you can pass on wealth in the best way without a bunch of taxes or penalties. That is good advice. Leave the children enough so that they can do anything, but not enough that they can do nothing. So let's put that plan together, and that's part of that portfolio analysis from the team at Acute Wealth Advisors, which includes an inheritance and an estate plan. So if you have that 250000 or more, and you're in that retirement red zone, you're serious about your retirement, or maybe you already retired and you just need a second set of eyes, well, give the team a call and take advantage of the complimentary consultation. It is just good this weekend for the next five callers to 480-680-6868. Again, 480-680-6868. We have a representative standing by to take your call. You can always find this information online at successinthenewretirement.com. Quick break. We're back with more. This is Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton.